0: Hello and welcome to Series 4, Episode 3 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. As you know, we're going through in this uh, series, we are looking at the planning process step by step. And we've already looked at the, and we're, we're following the PIMS
1: pro forma, which is about, what is it, David? Planning Good morning, by the way. Good morning, by the way. Uh, Planning, implementation, monitoring, management, and sustaining the process. Sustaining the process. So we've done the, the
0: planning and implementation, and today we're on to step three, which is around monitoring. And I think actually this is quite a critical element of the process, because as we've always talked about, marketing is a process, not an event. So you're looking at it from a a long-term perspective. And if you're looking at anything on an ongoing and long-term perspective, you need to be able to monitor what you're doing to be able to make sure that you're actually having an impact and having an impact in the direction you wanted to do. So today... We are going to talk about about that, but I realise, as David so uh, succinctly pointed out to me, that I've completely missed the
1: niceties of today's... uh... I was wondering (laughs) what was going on. I was thinking about monitoring. Yes, we should be monitoring the weather. The
0: weather, indeed. And it is, I think we're just so shocked because it's actually not raining here at the moment. It is actually a lovely day today, and I I heard recently that apparently we had the coldest April on record, and we're now heading for the wettest May on record. So hopefully, if we're going to go for superlatives in June, it's going to be the driest or warmest, um, which is good because I'm planning to go on holiday in, in June. So, But we shall see. Anyway, back to the subject in hand. And rather than monitoring the weather, we shall look at monitoring your marketing. So, David, what's your first sort of thoughts on the whole subject of monitoring your marketing?
1: I, I, think, I think two things. One, it's, as you said, it's absolutely essential because... It was a long time ago. It was Ogilvy said, I can monitor I, I know half my marketing works but i don't know which half or words i do think it's been attributed to just about everybody <laughs> anyway anyway yeah. it doesn't really matter because it the fact is that it is true that some marketing works and some doesn't but one of the developments of the the internet and and the web as as a marketing tools is the the growth in the opportunity to actually get numbers out as to what is happening and when you do something what sort of engagement and interaction do you do you get and that is clearly immensely valuable in in getting some idea as to what's working and what's not working when you, you yeah. try and communicate with people. But I think it's a bit of a double edged sword because as anybody who has delved into the wonderful world of Google Analytics will know that it is so easy to fall into the well of data overload. There is just so much information about what's going on, that it's easy to lose sight of what you're actually trying to achieve in your business. And so I I think that to answer your question more succinctly, yes, data and uh, monitoring is a critical part of of the marketing process. But what's also important is to stay really focused on your business goals and not slip off down into a, oh, that might be interesting to find out about that without really thinking, is it going to help me?
0: Yeah. And I think on that basis, the, I think the process of creating a set of, of monitoring tools is, first of all, as you say, to start with your objectives, what are you actually trying to achieve? And then I think, as because as you said, one of the big issues you have is that there are so many measurements and numbers that you can pull off the web that sort of relate to your marketing now what do you actually measure and so it's about looking I think picking two or three key measurements that actually indicate whether or not what you're doing is having an impact based and those measurements should measure the impact based on what your goals are and I think for example how many people are visiting your website is always a good way because ultimately in these days where your website is basically your shop window, if nobody's visiting it then or no, not the right people are visiting it, then obviously maybe that's
1: going to be an issue. Well, I think you've just raised two separate things there. You've got how many people and are they the right people? And And I think the first question is how many? Mm. And do you see your marketing efforts result in an appropriate shift, let's say, in the numbers of people visiting your website? I think... Once you've got traffic to your website, you can then start to ask yourself the second question as to whether or not they're the right people. And that's about moving on to say, well, what do these people do when they get to my website? And... It's that, the actions that people take, that will give you some indication as to whether they're the right people. And obviously, out the other end, whether you're an e-commerce site where you're hoping to receive orders and revenue, or you're perhaps a non-e-commerce site, but you're hoping to get inquiries and, and what have you as an outcome, those are indicative of whether you're getting the right people. But I think looking at raw numbers as am i getting traffic is a good starting point
0: so yeah are you getting traffic and then as you say once you're getting that traffic starting to look at the key numbers of people to your website would be the first metric i think i would definitely look at measuring then it's about measuring what are they doing when they get there? And I think now you can measure pretty, you know, you can, if you look at Google Analytics, you can measure almost anything. You can measure people clicking on links, you can measure people completing forms, you can measure people scroll, how much people scroll on the page. You literally anything people do on that web. The, the idea that Big Brother is watching you, actually, when you're looking at web analytics, is true. Every time you make a movement on a web page, that can be measured by the person who's, who owns that website. So it's about identifying which interactions with your website are most valuable to you. And I think on a very basic, I mean, obviously, orders is one. If you've got an e-commerce site and how much people are spending. But I think the other key one is things like if you've got videos on the page and you, obviously you've spent time creating those videos, are people watching them? You can measure whether people are watching them and how much they're watching them, those sorts of things. And the other one, I think, is... Form fills, and if you if you're using your form to capture leads or inquiries, then one way people are going to be able to do that is through filling in a form on your website, so actually measuring how often people are filling in forms is another very good one and very a very easy one to do. so I think just. Whatever it is, look at, think about the way that you want people to interact with your website when you're doing your marketing. What are you trying to encourage them to do? What are your calls to action in your marketing messages? And look at how those, what interactions those create on the website and then look at ways you can measure those through the metrics and to identify whether are they, uh, the marketing messages
1: you're putting out, are they having the impact you expected them to have? and i think another important thing is to remember that it's not all about quantity at the end of the day it's actually much more about quality absolutely and it's and it's easy to think that more is better and that is very often not true and that actually what you want is a lot uh, as as much as possible of the right sort of traffic and the right sort of interactions and don't think that just because you're getting more and more and more traffic that that everything is going in the right direction i think all of these things are except perhaps with with, with the exception of, of maybe e-commerce revenue, I think it's important to see most analytics, most web data, most monitoring as monitoring of trends rather than monitoring of, of absolutes. And as I say, always as we said from the outset, always within the context of your real world business goals, not just yeah. about what the numbers are
0: yeah and I I think a good example about the the whole trends and having things to measure it was a good example is uh, we we work with a client who one of their primary focuses on marketing is web advertising through Google and, and the like and we have a set of metrics there which measures how much they're spending on their advertising and how many inquiries they're getting through form fills particularly form fills on their website so we can actually come up with a A figure for cost per lead and it's not we know that it's not the exact cost because there are leads coming from other directions that we can't measure but it is a metric that we can follow the trend on and if that cost per lead goes up then obviously it means whether the number is actually right it means generally speaking the cost of their leads they're spending more for the leads they're getting and we recently did some work where we completely restructured the uh, advertising campaign. And as a result of that, we saw that cost per lead come down by about 30 to 40%. And that being able to measure the trend in that key metric when we took a, a fairly substantial action in, in marketing... And to see that it was positive is a really useful thing. And I think so that illustrates the idea that it's not actually about the individual number, but the trend when you take an action, do the metrics go in the right direction or the wrong direction?
1: But that, and I think that le- leads on to another important consideration, and that is that it's not about knee-jerk reactions. If you keep changing things, you never know whether one particular thing you've changed has had an effect or whether it was something else. So you, yeah. you've got to be ready to make a change and then just let it ride yeah. for, depends on, on what you're talking about. If, if it's AdWords, it can be a shorter period of time. If, it's, if you're looking at uh, search trends and that sort of thing, it could be over several weeks or even longer that you need to leave it before you review. So it's important not to be trying to review something and draw conclusions on a daily or even two or three daily basis that you, you I think should take at least a weekly view yeah. and if not monthly for most of these things because you'll just tie yourself up in knots if you're not careful and, and just get frustrated and not learn anything.
0: Yeah and I, and I think that's very true in many technical and we, we have on a slightly different subject the concept of DNS madness that when you do something to a website that involves DNS it can have impacts that, if you start to look at the minutiae, you can chase your tail for two or three days trying to sort things out when actually, if you just take a step back and let let it sort of roll out, usually all these things over the course of the next couple of days because dNS takes a while will sort themselves out and I think it 's the same with a lot of marketing things you can if you start to look at the minutiae and have knee jerk reactions, you can end up desperately trying to pull levers and chase your tail and you end up not really knowing what what impact you're having or what impact you're not having. So this idea of taking a slower approach and not looking at the minutiae, but looking at things over how things are changing. And also when you change stuff, try and change things in a relatively managed way and don't change lots of things at the the same time. Change things one at a time and do it over a period of time rather than trying to change lots of things at once. Because that way you stand more of a chance of being able to see what's working and what isn't working. And I think
1: doing it in a joined up way that... That it should be that when you change something that you have an expectation of what result what Mm. outcome you're going to get from that change if you just blindly change things to see what happens so you're you're nervous that your traffic might fall off a cliff or your costs might go through the roof so you're monitoring it on a daily or even more more frequent basis then that is not good practice it's i think overall you should as with any marketing or any any business development you should have you should have a plan where you have decided how you're going to resource it and that you're happy to commit the resources that you Mm. You and then do that don't as you say don't knee jerk don't rush to conclusions yeah. uh let things let things shake out because if you take it over too short a period you do get glitches you do get anomalies that don't reflect the true mm. outcome of what you're doing
0: mm. and i think i mean as we, as we sort of draw this to a close i think there are two things that i just want to dwell on for a little while are, the first one is i think don't be. I was gonna. I was gonna say we have two, and I was trying to decide what they were, and they're slightly different. So I'll I'll just go on. The first one I was thinking was this idea of don't be afraid to go with your gut. Sometimes you know you've probably been in your business for a long time, and you know you have a degree of experience, and I think sometimes you might just do some marketing because you feel it's the right thing to do and you might continue doing it because you in the short medium term because you feel it's the right thing to do and you feel it's having the right impact even if you can't sort of nail down exactly what that is from a metrics point of view and I don't think you should be afraid to go with that and accept that you do have experience in your uh, your business and that experience has value and can give you a level of instinct that More often than not, is probably going to be right.
1: Yeah, and I I think that ties in with the the sort of an overall philosophy that we have of marketing, and that is that fundamentally, if you're happy with what you're doing and what you're seeing in in the big real world picture then it's okay to go with it don't feel that you've got to constantly be tweaking for the sake of tweaking or mm. or you've got to be spending less or you've got to be spending more or, or whatever if you have a framework that is, is working for you then sure you know monitor it sure play with it a little bit, but don't be afraid to just let it run.
0: Yeah. And I think that brings me on to my, my second of my things, whatever they are. And that is the, the idea that we have of in marketing that if you do stuff, stuff happens. And very often, the stuff that happens is completely out of left field and you can't actually associate it with the stuff you've done. But actually, the one thing we do know is that if you don't do anything nothing will happen. But if you do stuff, stuff will happen. And very often that stuff is positive. So I think this this whole process of not looking at the minutiae, taking a bigger picture, but monitoring it around trends and linking those in with your overall objectives is really the message that we think we want to get peop- people to come away from this with. And the other thing is that when you are looking at your monitoring, think of it as I have a strategy I believe that strategy was right when I went into it. And so when I'm looking at the monitoring, I'm not looking at it to prove that that strategy is wrong or to, that I need to change it completely. It's about looking at ways you can learn more about when you create a strategy and plans, you you make, you make assumptions. So as you get more information, you will see which of those assumptions may be right or may not be quite as, as right as you thought. So think of the monitoring as ways that will nudge you on your in the direction of your path rather than thinking i need to stop what i'm doing right now and sometimes you may need to do this but generally speaking you don't want to be thinking stop what i'm doing now i need to take a completely different direction very often it's going to be about how you can adapt and adjust what you're doing to make it more effective
1: yeah, and again, it's back to the same thing. It's it's a process, and and don't ever find yourself overcommitting where you have to start making knee-jerk reactions because yeah. you you suddenly find yourself launching in the wrong direction. It should be a, a measured and sustainable process. But we'll we'll come yeah. back to some of that.
0: Well, I was um, going to say that's next week, isn't it? The whole we've we, I think we've talked through
1: the monitoring side
0: fairly well, so I think we're going to wrap it up. But next time, it's on to the second M of PIMS, which is around how you manage that process so you've implemented stuff you've put in some metrics to measure how you're doing but it does need to be an ongoing process so how do you manage it and how do you make sure that you keep the process going in a means that's actually benefiting your business so i think that is to say that that will be next time until then we will we'll leave it and if you want to find out more about this stuff and, and more of our content you'll find that either at podcast.bsamarketing for our podcasts or bsamarketing.com for our blog. Uh, You'll also find us on social media, particularly Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA Marketing. So um, that's where to find us in the meantime. But until next time, happy marketing.
1: Bye for now. Enjoy the sunshine.